Blog Talk Radio. for Mr. Logan to come on, and um, really excited about this week. We're going to be talking with you about news topics and the latest things happening. So right now we're going to put on the song called Treasure by Patent Leather while we wait for Mr. Logan to come on.
thank you for listening to Treasure by Patton Leather. We're going to play you one more song, which is called I Want Your Number, also by Patton Leather. Mr. Logan is on. We've played Treasure by Patent Leather and I Want Your Number by Patent Leather. And without further ado, we're bringing on Mr. J. Logan. Mr. Logan, how are you today? I am doing okay. Yeah, we had a little rain, little rain here in San Francisco. We needed it because we're in the middle of a drought. I wish you guys could ship some of that water you guys have to us. We'd be we'll be so happy. Well, Mr. Logan, I we have some of the water over here as well. We definitely do. And um, you know, we are moving forward and, and ready to rock and roll over here. We've gotta to, uh get together with our listeners here, sir, because we're uh having some technical difficulties starting late. Um, so let's get right to the news today. As you know, as oh, you know, no. the things that's happened in the last week, and we talked about it a little bit last week with our guest, is the title, uh, the title, the title. I don't know if you say Tidal or the title service that has started with Jay Z. What do you think about the service? I actually signed up for it to see if it was any different than any of the other services, and. I'm not finding too much different. Have you checked it out? Yeah, I, I did check it out. Um, the difference is that he included a lot of his friends and contacts. And uh, you'll get to get a a little bit more from the insiders, I would say, uh, from the industry. So that's a little different. But other than that, uh, I think I'll stick with Spotify and uh and can you know? Can they're already doing this, you know. Um, but that's the difference. Well, you know, I thought that was the difference too, Jay. And you know, to all our music industry people out there and up-and-coming artists, I was trying to take a look and see what they're going to offer 
requests that are coming out now. You know, the the latest because it's a 9.99 uh subscription fee and a 19.99 subscription fee and it's using high which is the hottest thing now. Now, the only thing I notice is that yes, his friends have come along and they're offering certain videos that are only going to be available there. The question that I ponder for up-and-coming musicians, are we limiting the musicians coming up now to only be with Tidal? Because it seems that they're with Tidal, they're not going to have a certain access of their music and other things with accessibility to Spotify, iTunes, TuneCore, and a lot. That's a little bit of my concern. We're actually propelling people to only go to one location, which in hearing Jay-Z's interview, he said he's not trying to be the one-stop shop to everyone. So that's that's pretty interesting as well. What are your thoughts? Well, that's, that's, he's not trying, but yet he is. So kind of like Bill, I would say, just to get him started, he's going to need title to get him started. I think he's going to expand later on, but he needs to get a boost because he has to actually catch those other um, music music, music um, suppliers. And by him coming on late on the late show, he's going to have to use something to get him a boost to get him, you know, into the mainstream. So I think he needs them right now at this point. But I, I believe that Jay-Z will find a different way of, you know, because right now, Musicians and artists have a hard time um, making a lot of money in this industry right now because how the industry is. So people like Prince, Jay-Z, they've gotten smart. They know that you've got to have some kind of online presence to make money now. And that's where the future is. You know, Amazon, you're going to have to have, to have an online. Where are we going with technology? If you're not in the forefront of online commerce, you will not survive in this new music era if you want to be a big-time music uh, person like Jay-Z. So I think just for now, he's, doing, he's going this house, but he's going to find some other way of of supplying and uh, distribution in, in the long run. Well, you know, um, Jay, Jay we, we're not able to hear you as clearly as we would like to. Okay. Hold on for a second. Let me... Um... Yes, because you know we definitely need to hear your opinion on things. While your uh, audience, while he is adjusting his current headset, because we have been having a lot of difficulties with Blog Talk Radio and the sound, so please do excuse us for these last two weeks and, and our timing and getting on. We promise you that next week, and UN, we promise you next week, we'll have all the kinks worked out. Everything will be in a timely way. But getting back to this, you know, Jay-Z, yes, I agree. He's at the forefront of where technology is going. But the question still remains, you know, we in the marketing circles, we in the music industry circles, we in the artistry, the production, the songwriting circles, still comes down to what we tell the audience. You know, in a way, we direct the audience's on what to buy by the latest product that comes out. And though, you know, he's got a really great company backing him up, which is in Sweden. Sweden is very good for their technology. Europe in general is very 
good in technology. So I think that was a smart move. What's my concern is the average student or the average kid, even all the way to the adult, nine ninety nine is pretty expensive and nineteen ninety nine is pretty expensive. I would say nine ninety nine is the top tier for a lot of the streaming services. Not to mention that downloads in terms of people actually downloading, owning their own music, Jay, that's going down further and further and further down the chain. People don't want the scene to own their own, which I think it's about retraining the consumer, the the importance of ownership when they buy something, because and what it does for the music artist, the producer, the songwriter, and even the labels and everyone else. When you own something and you can constantly also stream it, that is the best of both worlds. What is your thoughts? Well, yeah, because ownership is, 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 is important because you really, a lot of musicians, believe it or not, don't own their art uh, due to certain publishing deals, publishing situations, or even an incompetence of handling their publishing business. A lot of artists don't own their art, so they can't stream anything. Uh, big, giant, third-party publishing companies usually have bundled songs, bundled together, and they own a lot of the people's property, and they're able to stream. So that's very smart of Jay-Z to be able to own his own stuff and stream it at the same time. But there he gets a double payment or double check, I would say. I mean, very smart of him. But at the same time, um, you still have to have the means to be able to stream, and the, you have to have the distribution uh to be able to stream this stuff. So you're still, you're still dealing with the music industry for say, far as getting your stuff out there to the public because you definitely have to use the channels of having an aggregator or some type of form of distribution to get, you know, to get you past a Pandora, to get you past Spotify, to get you past, you know. Um, but it's so wonderful to know that there is an artist that's smart enough to have ownership of his copyrights and be able to stream his own music. Um, but that's him. That's only him, Jay. The artists that are coming here to use his service are still in the same boat that they were in before they started, which is what you just mentioned. The publishing owns most of their music to stream. So even if they come to Jay-Z and they have a larger royalty share of the pie, they're still missing out on one thing. So are the consumers. We're still not teaching. The, the gap is we're still not teaching the consumer that they need to purchase the music also from Jay-Z streaming service, it doesn't matter. Right. And, and it, it really, it really, really, you're right. It doesn't matter. Uh, but you know, Jay-Z is a star. He, he pulled his albums from Spotify in favor of Tidal. And, um, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. So we can start with him. That's fine. The only problem is what if every artist did if, if every artist did this, it would affect the music industry because now there's no support for as the big corporation. So I'm afraid. I'm afraid of this also in a way, Gil, because could you imagine if I did it, Jay Z did it, you did it, uh, every artist did their own streaming service? Where, where would that leave the industry? And you know, it's kind of, the it's kind of a touchy situation. It's kind of a touchy situation. It is a very touchy because, situation because you'd still need, at the end of the day, you still need a large corporation to move anything in any industry. So without the big machine, you don't have radio, you don't have print, 
you don't have writing, you don't have marketing, you don't have public relations, press, and publicity. I mean, it, it goes the whole gamut. Gamut. We're even dealing with management too, and then you've got a chunk coming out also from the people who are the booking um, the booking agencies. I mean, there, right. there's a whole there's a whole lot missing here. It, we've got to, you see, the thing is, technology should be balancing everything. Also, Jay, what's coming up now is, you know, a, it's almost like a need for humanity is being removed because smart contracts are coming up. We've got the smart contracts, which is a digital contract, which are now making way no longer for a lawyer to look over anything. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's very it's, – it's, it's, technology is wonderful, but it's also very damaging. And what you said earlier is so important that you have some type of management of the music industry. That was the problem we had before with Napster. There was no management. So Apple and all these other companies jumped up, they made these MP3s, and they took it over. It needs to be some guidelines and some rules here for the music industry because the industry is very important because – if you don't have all these things functioning together, you're only going to hit a small part of the world market. So we definitely need corporate to work along with indies and indies to work. Everything shouldn't be me, 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 my, 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 me, me, my, my, my. Hopefully they'll get it. I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll get it. I hope, I hope that they get it. because I hope that they get it as well because the new smart contracts I'm really concerned about. When you have – when everything's computerized, that's great because one of the things about the smart contract they're saying is that if uh, Jay Logan, uh, Gale, and the UN decide to form a group, and it's the United Nations, Gale, and Jay, and they formed a group, now what happens – if you have a royalty, you can actually have that royalty paid to – the head person in the group, and it'll filter out automatically to the other two, so the accounting is at a, is you know not at a loss. Okay, that's fine. When you don't do the checks and balances, when you don't allow that to be a part of the equation, you then lose out again. And this is right. this is this is a serious issue because I think you still need a set of eyes to look over. You you know. When you sit down with a lawyer, that and, and here's another thing. Well, if, if we have smart contracts, does that mean all contracts across the board will be the same or we're going to be clicking different, you know, um, for the smart contract, we're clicking different choices that we want. But what if it's not totally the legal clause that we want in with the record label or with the entity that we're working with? You know, this is concerning. This is this is really concerning. Nothing right. is. There, there's some gray areas. I mean, it would be great if we could make one standard across the board, but that's going to be difficult. I, you know, yes, lawyers are very very expensive. Some of them are managers. Yes, and they cost the artists. But on the, the first side, the artist is cost too. You know, they're also passing le- legislation right now that's dealing with. Um, a producer is getting a, a different type of royalty and songwriting. I mean, the, the industry is on top of its head, and there's so many players coming out. And then we have streaming costs, and with the streaming costs brings in the new companies technology-wise for bandwidth. Then we've got the mobile experience. I mean, all of this is coming in, so it, it, it almost feels like no matter what you do, 
the artist is getting a smaller and smaller and smaller piece of the pie. And we're still training we're still training the consumer they're going to still you're not buying. You see that's my whole issue. We're training consumer not to buy. We're going to charge you $250 for a ticket, I mean a ticket to go see the show while they're on tour. Then we're going to at the same time we're charging you $250 only going to limit the content to certain services. So how do the teenagers start, you know, sharing uh, music again? You know, you're going to have some hacker out there, yes. You know, there's there's a lot up for grabs here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a lot up for grabs. And, um, I mean, everybody's pulling their, their albums off of here, off of there, off of there to make, you know, to change market share. Um, it's it's basically a war. Who is going to own basically the the rights? I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure a title and, and Jay Z are going to go start buying publishing catalogs from other sources. I don't think he's just going to start stop with just him uh, pulling his songs from Spotify, but I think he's going to go purchase other catalogs that he can buy and he can stream on his service. So now you're going to have the war of the streamers. Who owns the market share? Who owns more of the songs that people want to listen to? Who owns most more of the memories? The songs are memories, and they, they, they reflect moments in your life where you were. It's like a time machine. So I'm pretty sure he's going to have to go because just his catalog alone is not going to make the whole world change from Spotify. When Spotify is free and um, Pandora is free, um, we have a Pandora headquarters here in San Francisco. Those people need jobs. If you split this industry up so much, it's going to do a lot of damage. So somehow it needs to be a medium, some kind of medium set to where everybody can work together and enjoy some of the profits. Um, I don't know how long Jay-Z will be able to maintain his streaming service. We'll see. I'm hoping um, that he does very well. I'm really hoping that he does very well and that he doesn't spread too thin, you know the the um, technology is really coming out there. And then Twitter has just uh, bought Periscope, which is another you know streaming service now for video. I'm looking at what does this mean for the music industry and also television too and film. You know, and I do agree that we need to have something standardized. But I, I also yeah. think, you know, we also have to break away from technology because right now, we, you know, let's go on to the next level. Next subject, everyone. We've just come out of music with this, with technology, and know that Jay and love technology. But the next thing is the flying car and the car that Google has actually just started with. They put on the road for 3,400 miles okay, to see if a, a, a driverless car would work and anticipate when someone's on the road, when someone's riding their bike, when they're crossing the street. So if we've got driverless cars, where is the human being at? Are they in the back to the side of the car, in the seat? You know, what are we doing? Well, we're looking at future ways to prevent traffic. Um, I believe that that's what the technology is trying to do. If everybody, if you don't have people, you know, jipping in line, cutting in front of people, Getting off the freeway at the last moment, not knowing their destination. If we can get everybody in these cars that line up like ants behind each other 
and maintain a certain speed and everybody leaving their home in enough time to get to work, we can cut down on some of the traffic, you know, and I think that's what they're doing. You know, you know, I remember when I was going to Disneyland and they had the people movers. Everybody got on the train or the car at the same time and just got on there. And I think the world is going to turn into a people movers type of thing where people individually might have their own cars, but the cars are computer controlled. They only have to go a certain amount, uh, certain miles per hour, and they'll follow a line. And um, I think if everything gets how technology wants it to get, certain certain cars will join the highway or the freeway at certain points. So it makes sense, opposed to everybody individualized driving their own self around. It'll be more computerized, where you know you have to you have to wait your turn. Um, I think that's where they're trying to go. Um, where will they ride in the back? I don't know. Maybe there might be less accidents. But hopefully nobody doesn't hack into the computers to cause major problems. So well, see, that's where I, that's, I and and I know for you, Jay, who drives a lot in San Francisco, whereas in New York and New Jersey we don't drive as much. Here's my only issue with this: it's taking people away from activating and utilizing their brain. I don't think we should have driverless cars. I love like the flying car that we interviewed a couple of weeks ago. Hello out there to Aeromobile with Jiraj and Stefan Vadok. Um, I think that's a, a better situation. Yes, we have to get the air flight regulations in place. Airs may be completely, you know, that's why I wouldn't have a problem with being computerized. But where do we make the determination of what direction we're going in? You know, the we're, you know, on one hand, it's empowering. On I, I would rather see it where they have things computerized, things like that. You know, computers have errors. Someone hacks right. in, puts a virus in. We'll all be on accidents, like you know, on top of each other. I don't think we need to take away from people movement. We're taking away from people actually interacting with their own brain. And we're putting technology in the head. I, I, I just don't agree with that. And I know we may agree to disagree there. I think there has to be a serious balance there. What about, what about people what, what, what about people that are handicapped or don't have legs or people who can't get around, older senior citizens who can't drive anymore because their license have been revoked, and just those other people that, that are part of the economy and part of our – they have to have means to – to get around or to sightsee or to enjoy their life and have a better totally so that, in that case I would agree now don't laugh but if you have Alzheimer's and you get into your car <laughs> and two minutes later you find why you got in your car and you get to destination and you don't know why you're sitting in front of your destination you know right. that you know, or um, say for instance, Jelena, or or you know you have a let's say you had a four year old kid, and he's like, okay, Dad, I'm gonna go see Grandma. He gets in the car, no one can even see him. So I take me to Grandma's house. He gets to Grandma's house. He gets out the car. You know, I, I, I'm laughing, but in some cases, like I can see handicapped and all those things. But imagine someone has Alzheimer's. You right. know. Or dementia, and they'll remember where they are. That's my right. only concern. 
or we're sitting there waiting to go in and five cars pile up and you know you, you know you have a meeting at 10 o'clock in the morning and you're driving and if you were driving on your own you could get instead of waiting for one after the other after the other oh my god it, it's scary you know and and it's almost like this, you remember the there was a that re, they redid called Stafford Wives. No one had their own brains. So I, I, that's my only concern. I mean, you know, I, I there are some valid points there. I have to agree with you. Some valid points there, but that's that's my real concern. Oh, a medical emergency where the car can go. You have a heart attack. The car can take you to the the, the hospital itself. You don't wait for an ambulance. You're on your way. I, I agree with you, but here's the other issue. The car is waiting, like you said, it's one after the other, one after the other. All of a sudden, the car, by the time the person gets to the hospital, you could have you could have doctored on them yourself. <laughs> so that, you know, I mean, I'm making jokes, audience, but here's the issue. You know, what Jay is saying is true. You know, I I have to agree. Now we've got you know another thing that just happened recently, Jay, which is um. About the young man who was an old, the older gentleman who was shot by the police officer. I don't want to go into, um, you know, right. Go right. into how could I say? Well, we won't go into that that section, but we just need to get better police officers who make good decisions, better training, get those cameras on these police officers. People make mistakes. People get angry. They're human. People get jealous. They're human. People get mad. That guy might be a great guy. We don't know. We don't know him. We don't know what happened. But we do know that we need to do something about mistakes and and bad decisions. And technology can help in that area, too. Luckily, somebody, it did. Somebody had a cell phone. You never know, you know, somebody filmed it. So, you know, and it's good and bad in all people. So, it doesn't matter. You can, you know, even when you, it, it doesn't matter if you work for Target or Walmart or any of those other places. They're good and bad in all people. People make mistakes and people make bad decisions and bad choices. Here we have a choice that was made by the officer to uh, make a bad choice and and, and and try to get out of it. Um, we just want to make sure this doesn't happen to anybody. It didn't have. It didn't have to be just a black person. It could have happened to a white person. It could happen to an Indian person. It could happen to an Asian person. We don't want this to happen to anybody, again, any bad choices like that. And that's the point, because me and you, we're for everyone, and we're for, we're for the world. So we want every creed, color, whether you're white, black, green, blue, to have the best possible life choices in life. And um, I just thought that was sad that that officer made that choice. You know, I, I see a lot of good officers out here in California. There's a lot of wonderful officers. I got some of my best friends are police officers. So everybody's not like that. But just to make sure that we know that this type of thing can go on, we need to just bring attention so we know some people make bad choices. The other thing um, I wanted to get into, Gail, is... uh, uh, New Corp's $1 billion plan to overall education. Um, a lot of schools have a lot of technology. Some of the technology that these schools have, 
like various tablets, online curriculum, computers. You know, they were supposed to help revolutionize schools. Um, Well, in a way it did, and in a way it kind of didn't. So show us how it didn't. Hello? Hello? Yes, share with us how it didn't. Well, one way, one way, it was the seventh grade, his name was Kevin Warren. He was, like, struggling with this to log on to his new tablet computer that News Corp uh, gave him. They leased to his school. Well, it replaced an earlier gadget that was overheating. Or it got logged up, or the computer got jammed up, or the operating system wasn't working. Um, in this middle school that he went to. Sometimes it doesn't connect to the Wi-Fi, and he can't get his work done. So technology isn't perfect. You know, they never they never looked at all these, uh, you know, these, these, these different problems. Now, all of this stuff has cost um, $2.5 billion um, from, pre, pre, I think, to pre-kindergarten through 12th grade for these students in – um, in that region, which is the South. Um, um, so what's happening is uh, News Corp, they're going to put another $1 billion plan to overall these failures. But it goes to show you nothing replaces a teacher. <laughs> absolutely. You know, that's what, that, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, I have to tell you, it's, Again, it's going back to technology. You know, people are actually getting tired of technology, Jay. They're trying to get away from it. And in many of the tech conferences that I've been to in the last, you know, just times a month, they're trying to get developers actually to get us more addicted to tech, and people are pulling away. So it's going to be very interesting because now people feel like they're being forced to use technology rather than it being a choice and something to you know, enhance their lives. It, it, it's it's been crazy. Even the kids are getting tired of it. They want to interact with each other more. You know, so I'm getting a little concerned about a lot of things. Even like Common Core curriculum, it's teaching people, teaching kids how to think, rather than I mean, teaching them what to think rather than how to think for themselves. It's going to be quite interesting. It's going to be quite interesting. They're going to. We're going to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know, the company that's doing this is called Amplify, Gail. You know, they they have to fight a lot of textbooks, publishers, such as Huffington Mufflin. Millions of U.S. students use um, a lot of different books and curriculum. So this company, Amplify, they face they face competition because they're trying to really get rid of these textbooks. And I know how much you love books, but they're, they're trying. They want to get rid of all these textbooks and replace them with um, tablets and you know, well, pretty now, much, uh, actually, the digital actually, the digital revolution. I actually love Amplify. Um, I actually have a real good friend who's a colleague that creates the programming and the games for them, and, and learn at their own level. So I do like them. I really like them a lot. But I'll tell you something: there's a lot of kids who are fighting to keep their books. They don't want to hold on to technology. They're really fighting a lot of kids. So technology is going to be up against a lot of kids. 
you know, like our ambassadors who are from the international baccalaureate schools. They teach them how to think and use, you know, they have courses actually, Jay, called intuition. So the kids learn to trust their own thoughts. But that's in schools where the grade point average is up, which brings me to the next thing. Jay-Z has the J. Sean Carter Scholarship Foundation for kids who are 2.0 in their, or getting a GED and have a willingness to go to school. What do you think about that? Because that really supports that's the kids. What, that now, that's Go wonderful. Ahead. That's that's some wonderful news that, um, that somebody is looking after the kids that might not get a straight A or a 4.0 grade point average. Because there's a lot of us that don't. Because man, I remember we had a show here that was wonderful. And one of the one of the one of our guests was talking about cell in different things. Everybody's not going to be a mathematician. Everybody's not going to be a scientist. Everybody's not going to be a, a programmer. Some people are great at other things, art, uh, phys, uh, you know, even sports. You know, they're not. Some people can't be good at all of the different basic um, education or um, things. So it's great that Jay Z is taking this on because now he's looking out for other kids that might not be able to get a scholarship to go to Stanford or, you know, to, to one of these great schools. So I like that. That's wonderful that he's, he's taking that on. It's really exciting. Um, I just found out about this the other day. So that part is really exciting as well. Um, you know, so it's it's really interesting. Now, Jay, I know you had some interesting news for us today is too. So would you start sharing that with our audience? It'd be really great. Well, I, I, what I'm going to do is uh, rub it in your face. I'm getting. I think we're losing Jay that. just a little bit. I want to share with my partner. You know, I love her a lot. Jay, we can't hear you. We're losing. Jay, we're losing you. Jay, we're losing you. And uh, GPS, 
I'm just excited. I'm very excited. So, are you wait. telling me that? Are you telling me that I'm actually going to get a watch? That's where that's where I'm at with the Apple Watch. Can't wait. I've been looking at all these other watches. Other watches you know, that, that. I've been looking at all the other watches, and I've noticed that the Apple Watch is a wonderful, wonderful. wonderful but are you telling, telling me that I'm getting things. a watch? Am I getting a watch? Are you getting a watch? Yeah, you, you you're gonna get a watch. Okay, so so I want our audience to make sure that they've heard this. When will I literally be getting a watch? You will be getting it after I get my watch. And so and what date? And what date and time will that be, sir? Um, you know we are on the UN's airwaves, so I want to ask you when will that be? Well, that would be at least uh within I'll say thirty to ninety days after I get my watch and go through all of the go through all of the uh, make sure it's functioning properly and it's not a bad decision. So you're getting the Apple Watch? Is that what our audience is to understand? I'm getting the Apple Watch, which I assume is going to be two ninety nine, I believe, around that price. And then once I you're get mine... You're not getting the $10,000 watch, Jay? <laughs> we both... We both, we both if we do that, we'll be, um, we might be off the air. We can't afford the $10,000 watch. <laughs> No, I just no, want to get it. You're not I getting can't even think. No, <laughs> I, I can't even think about buying a watch for ten thousand. That's that's absurd. <laughs> no, I mean because that's that's what I was getting. Well, you won't be getting the ten thousand dollars from me. You you have to stick to the two ninety nine special. I, I'm okay. not you that. All right, I'll take that one for now. That that works. <laughs> that, I. I think we can work with that one. I was hoping for the ten thousand dollar one. Right. Well, that, now that, I, we want to send that one. Uh, maybe after we interview some people from Apple, maybe they'll send a courtesy watch to listen, give, and we can um, both wear it for one month. You wear it, and the next month I wear it. Something like that. <laughs> Jay, I want to um, go I, into. I, I'm very something. excited. Hmm? When do you get it? Next week. Oh, you know, Dave, why don't you send me a watch as well next week, okay? But I can't. I, I, I'm on a I'm on a monthly budget, so I only can do one watch, you know, per month. Oh, yeah, okay. Sir. All right. I'll I'll be sure to 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 wait for that. Now, everyone heard I'm getting a watch from Jay. Everyone heard that. I I just want everyone to know that this is what he said. It's gonna happen. So now I have another thing to share. It's funny that you say this because uh, they're saying now Apple Watch is the best smartwatch on the market. Now, Jay, what you need to let our uh, our listeners know: Do you have to have an iPhone to use the Apple Watch? Yes, but not to tell time. But if you want to pair it, um, now I'm, you know this is this is this is what I was saying. Is Apple going to be Android-friendly? Like, the Android watches are Apple-friendly? We don't know. But I think they're working with the Xbox, and then there's going to be some new digital distributors, rivals. They're going to design watches where you can watch Internet video on your watch. But I don't know if Apple is going to, you know, be friends with these other 
third-party companies. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Usually Apple isn't. Apple is usually in-house. They usually never uh, allow other companies to really, really work good. Like, for instance, I have a Bluetooth headphone set. Why doesn't it work good with my Apple phone? But when I use things that are just specifically made for Apple, they work great. What's up with that? You know, I'm just, you know, I'm pretty sure, I don't think it's a conspiracy going on, but I don't think Apple supports enough third-party developers unless, you know, they get certified and go through the, the rigmarole to make sure Apple, uh, uh, you know, get a license and do all those great things that they do to try to get synchronized. So I think Apple is going to make better things with their products because they test them more, and they could care less if Microsoft or um, Roku or Com Chromecast or Microsoft stuff works with their stuff. So we got to see. You know, we got we got we got to find out. You know, I think those other companies are just going to make their own watches. Well, the ten thousand dollar watch looks pretty good. You know, if you can't, I totally get it. I think it will be customizable with, um, with, I guess, Android. It should be. It's going, like you said, it's going to be quite interesting, you know. Um, but it does say here that Apple Watch, you know, and this is via Mashable. Jay, it says Apple Watch can operate as a hyper-accurate timepiece. Just like you said, there's real magic when it's paired with your iPhone Apple overstepped a bit by making the Apple Watch utility a permanent app in iOS 8.2. And if you do own an Apple Watch, you'll be glad it's there. It's also a lot easier to use than Android Wear. The co- companion utility that gets an Android wearable. So it's easy to use. I'm really just concerned. It does, Like you said, it doesn't say whether it's going to be compatible. So that's going to be the... the most important part of it. Yes, because what's going? To, I think they're if they're silly if they don't make it compatible. I mean, this watch actually, it, they're putting a lot into this watch, and this could really hurt the company if the watch fails. It could hurt the company, but you know, one after it started, they put more in. You know, um, one of the things they do is they make something, they see how it goes, and they come right back with the next one. That's why they have so many products constantly coming out. So that's really one of the great things about Apple. You know, Jay, one of the next things, I know this is like totally taking a left turn from our technology conversation, but I know that there was news about a gentleman that was shot by a police officer. And though it's a very difficult conversation to have, I want to couple it together, if that's okay with you, Jay, about the first woman who was voted Miss Japan for Japan for the first time, who was of mixed race, where she was Japanese with a mixture of another race. And I think that what, in the cases, why they are so similar is that Japan, she said she dealt with a lot of racist remarks because she was of you know, two different cultures living in Japan. They were even afraid that if she rubbed her skin on them, they might, you know, retain something from her skin. So for them to take this big movement forward and represent an integrated race within Japan is is quite well, as well as the police chief in, um, I believe it was 
North, uh, in somewhere in South Carolina, I believe it was, it, that this incident happened. What's great about that is they, they handled it. The officer is up for murder charges. You were able to see how the officer treated the person that passed away. What my concern is, and these are just my thoughts, is technology is great, and all of these things we get so excitable about, excited about. But are we putting so much more value on technology and our gadgets and everything that we that are than we are human life? Human life of a young woman has racial, you know, things said at her all the time, and here we have another racial case where life is not even considered. Your thoughts? I think that in that case where the officer was caught, technology, if it hadn't been for technology, we would have never known. And like a lot of things that happened throughout our history and our country, we would have never known the truth. Absolutely um, correct, Jay. Absolutely correct. And you have to think, if we had this technology back when, when John F. Kennedy was assassinated or Martin Luther King was assassinated or even Malcolm X or any of these great figures, Gandhi, any of these people, we had this technology, it would have just put a light on everything because people would be able to draw their own conclusions. Um, technology is definitely helping. It's not hurting, but we just need to learn how to use it and not depend on it. This is the problem. We're dependent on it. And even right now, I can't remember half the people. It was a day where I could remember everybody's phone number when I was coming up. I could remember everybody's phone number. But right now, uh, this technology puts a huge tax on the brain. You have 700 friends now. How do you remember 700 people's phone numbers? Kind of virtually impossible. You know, you can do it, but with all the other daily tasks of life, you need technology to help you remember people's phone numbers. Um, first thing they ask, uh, you know, when you go to a place, who's your, what's your best friend's phone number and address? Well, right now you have so many things going on in life, you can't remember all this stuff. Talking about moving, talking about Miss Universe, uh, Ariana, um, they have said that she was not Japanese enough. Right. Um, and that uh, wow. That, how can yeah. you, what, what does that really mean? Um, but see, that means now, that everybody... <laughs> yeah, but here, but see, that's where I'm saying where both the cases kind of intersect. Because on one hand, we show no value for life based on a race. And then on another hand, someone is not Japanese enough, but by them electing her as like, you know, by her winning the pageant, Japan has taken a big step because this is someone who represents their country. That's all that matters. I, we, That's you and I know that. that. You and I know that. Public, the public knows that. But let's let's look at this. They've taken a huge step because what they're saying now is we acknowledge that everyone is the same. What they're doing also by doing this is that they're representing the different people in their culture and their country. So we right. all know that, Jay, but it's being represented, Okay showing that this life matters where in the other situation based off of a race is showing that no life matters and so that's why I said technology is amazing I, I mean technology is really great you're right had it not been for that kid because it was definitely a kid that shared that video with the family that officer would have continued to lie and it would have been, he would have done it to someone else he would have did that to someone else. And he might have done it to somebody. We don't know his history. And so what this says, 
you know, first of all, to be truthful at all times. This is this is an important thing to really take on. And, you know, if we round up all the subjects that we talked about today, technology, flying cars, life, culture, you know, um, the, the race that you are, school, whatever, you know, we're hitting on so many different levels of what Savoy and Listen Give are about. And and this is so this is so important because this is life played out. This is literally life played out. Someone's life doesn't matter. Another one's life is being recognized for who they are, which stretches across to have not just her culture, but a whole country recognized that they're made up of different cultures. Um, we're looking at how technology can better our lives and how technology brought this police officer to, just, to, to justice. And in other cases, we're looking at where education is being failed. We're looking at other places where people are being told what to think. So really, the start of this conversation, Jay, the music industry is but a tapestry and a, an example of what the world is going through, if you think about it. Yes. It's these are world events that are changing the way technology is changing the way we perceive everything, people, and um, so not only is it, is it having an effect on just education, it's having an effect on people, it's having an effect on information, how information flows throughout the world. When you look at the Japanese lady that's mixed with with uh, black and Japanese, that does not just because she has black in her does not make does not make, not make her a Japanese citizen. She's born in Japan, so she's Japanese. Everyone that's born in America should be American. It really shouldn't be black American, Mexican American, green American, blue American. If you're American, you are American. That's what it really should be. And hopefully technology would help us achieve that. I, I mean, hope so, if, too. I so too, you know, um, I remember there was some old show that I came across that when you hit 30, everybody was eliminated, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> you know, it, and, and I guess we would be gone by now. Um, and, 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 and when I say we, I don't mean Jay and I, uh, audience, I'm talking about worldwide. I'm talking about in general, if you're 30, if you're, you know, forget it, you know, things like you know, the only thing Mike, what I question, and this is my to even you, Jay. We have our iPads. We have our smartphones. We we just got into the importance of mobile technology, right? Why do right. we need a? What is your reasoning? Why do you think we need a smartwatch? Well, my thing is, we, um, I don't know if you remember uh, back to Dick Tracy cartoon comic strips where Dick Tracy spoke into his watch. I believe that the phone, the smartphone. It's going to be something that you could leave in your car or leave at home or somehow your watch will be able to be able to take your watch and you won't be able to carry this phone on your ear and you'll be able to take this phone and set it aside and not have it around and people won't be able to steal it because you have this thing on your watch. Uh, I think eventually you'll be able to use your watch for everything. I believe the watch is where everything is going to end up going. Your wristwatch, you talk into it, you can see, you can look at the screen. Everything's on your wrist. Um, you'll even know if somebody stole it off your wrist and you're not wearing one. Um, in the future, I think that it's going to be something to have. Um, and I think that it's, 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 it's mobile. 
waterproof, um, probably easier to replace, easier to mail. And when I send you yours, you'll you'll find out what we need it for because I'm going to definitely send you one. <laughs> okay, but you know, I'm starting to the audience. I'm starting to become about this because he's saying he's definitely going to send me one now. Yes, yes. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm concerned about that because you know, um, just concerned now. Uh, Jay, just to let you know, they start at three forty nine, and okay, they can go good. and they can go up to one thousand. I would like the one thousand model. Well, you have to trade up to that. You, you, you're going to get the interim model, you know, so you can test it out and see if you want <laughs> to buy that just a piece of junk. <laughs> you have to upgrade your own. Upgrading you on your own on the upgrade. I'm going to send you the the, the startup model. That's the one I'm going to be wearing. You're going to have the same exact one I have. Okay, that sounds good. Well, everyone, <laughs> Jay, we thank you for it's, – it's going to be available, it looks like, on April 24th. Yes! And are you standing outside for it, Jay? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do all of that. I might have to – the wife might stand outside. I'm not standing out. Side for the watch. I want it, but I'm I'm willing to come in at a decent hour and pick one up. Um, you know, I mean, some things you don't have, you know, some things you don't need to stand outside for. You know, I, I don't understand why people stand outside with these smart TVs and television sets and Xboxes. Well, well, Jay, but hey. before you, before you start doing that, I need you know that I did stand out. I stood outside once with Apple, and it was kind of a fun experience, by the way. So. Just to let if you I know. Stand outside, yo, if I stand outside, let's do a show on the Wednesday. I stand, if it's on a Wednesday or I show, I'll stand outside for listen, give, and interview people outside on the phone. <laughs> and, okay, and then you know what I'll do? For Savoy, I'll stand outside over here, although I'm going to wait for the watch I get. So okay. we'll, we'll see. Okay. Well, with that, with, with that said, Jay, as usual, it's been a great show. And for everyone, we thank you for being with Listen, Give, and Savoy this week. Next week, Savoy and Listen Give will have some amazing guests that you're going to love. Thank you, and as usual, we're going out with I Want Your Number by Patent Leather. <laughs>